0: Check, check, check. Microphone check. Doing a check with Pablo. Check, check. Um, Let me say my intro. Howdy there, skeptics. I'm your host, Zoe McDaniel, and you're listening to Professional Skepticism. This is where I play my, my intro music. So today I have my friend Pablo here with me. Pablo, please introduce yourself and let us know your pronouns and your zodiac sign.
1: Hey y'all, my name's Pablo. My pronouns are he/him, and my astro sign is Leo.
0: Hell yeah! And I'm a Sagittarius, so we're a very fiery combo coming at you guys today. Pablo and I have been friends for a long ass time. We met in sixth, sixth grade. grade.
1: Yeah, middle school.
0: Yeah, so we've been friends for like ten years now. Yeah. Oh, I love that so much. I'm so happy you're here. So today is going to be all about the deep dark web. So I'm going to be doing like a multiple part series with this topic because I just feel like there's a lot of information to cover in different areas of the dark web and the deep web. And so that's kind of why I also combined it into one thing. But I don't know if they're going to be consecutive yet. So don't hold me to that. I don't think that they really need to build off of each other like how von dutch built off of itself so we will probably do them over the next couple of weeks but today i have pablo here and we're going to do a general overview of the dark web and then we're going to go on the dark web and check out some stuff so some of the other topics that we'll talk about in the dark web series are going to be like government surveillance hacktivism big data artificial intelligence social media algorithms and your personal information so all that fun stuff Um, Today, we're just going to be kind of looking at markets and browsing around and like narrating to you guys what we're seeing. And also, I am going to be doing a whole episode and or series, depending on how much information I find on the Silk Road. So don't you worry, my sweet little skeptics, but we're not going to talk about it today. Um, We'll talk about it in some episodes coming in the near future. So Pablo, are you ready to get into it? Yeah. Where do we start? Um... I'm going to tell everybody about what the dark web is in case they don't know. And then we'll go into a little bit of the history of how the dark web came to be. And then we'll talk about some of the things that you can find on the dark web and then you'll do your magic. Okay. I think we should finish out strong with that. First and foremost, there's a difference between the dark web and the deep web. According to Darren Guccione or Guccione, (laughs) how would you say that name? Guccione. Guccione. Okay. Okay. For CSO online, people often use the terms dark web and deep web interchangeably. It seems like you know the difference. I didn't really, I knew there was a difference, but I didn't really know what it was until now after doing this research. So the deep web refers to anything that won't come up on a Google search or like Bing or (laughs) those Um, deep web content includes anything that's behind like a paywall or requires login credentials. So like accessing your personal medical records or like your Pornhub account, like that's the deep web. So according to CSO online, somewhere between 96% and 99% of the internet is considered to be the deep web. And that means that the clear net, AKA pretty much that you can directly access using a regular web browser, which is where I obtain all the information for this podcast. Essentially is that's only scratching the surface of what the internet truly holds. And that's, what's really scary about it to me. That's what's so interesting. Super interesting. I
1: think, I think (laughs) that's the reason because, um, people are weird. Like they, like they like, they're, like, doing weird shit, so they want that anonymous vibe I can't be traced back. I don't want people knowing I'm looking this up type of stuff,
0: so... What do you look up? And that's weird on the... <laughs> I don't look up anything <laughs> in particular. Okay. Well, we'll see when we get there. So, the dark web is a piece of the deep web that has been intentionally hidden so that people can do whatever the fuck they want, so... Well, that wasn't actually the original intention, and we'll get into, like, where the dark web came from, but that's pretty much what people use it for now. So no one can really say exactly how large the dark web, but there are estimates claiming that the dark web accounts for about five percent of the total internet, which is weird to me. Like, why don't we know? I guess because some of it's hi- like hidden. Is that why? Yeah, or that?
1: maybe like you would just get in trouble for being associated with it. So, you know, they want to like hide in the shadows and not be open about it.
0: Yeah, I feel and like the
1: thing the Tor browser adds is like it makes it harder for them to be traced back to what they're doing. Yeah, it's not like um chrome like where they can keep tabs on you you know like over there they don't keep tabs on the dark net or tor browsers
0: so that makes me think like we're saying we think it's like five percent of the total internet but what if it's like yeah it could be more because you
1: can't you just don't know any trace of it so it could be more
0: like do we even know how big the whole internet is like how do you know
1: It's like an ocean you just don't know
0: but like that's stop <laughs> i hate the ocean <laughs> the water's like my worst fear wow that was scary By the way, it's not illegal to go on the dark web, so that's why we're doing it today. Not everyone on there is doing illegal stuff. Like Pablo said, some people are on there, like, doing things in secret that they just don't really want everyone to know about. Um, A 2016 study suggested that more than half of the websites on the dark web are legal. People might be like, okay, why do you need to go on there? What's all this weird shit that you're doing? And I think there are a lot of weird people on the dark web that just go on there because they just want to keep some stuff secret, but there are actually some more like justifiable reasons. So I was doing some research on this and it looks like people from different differing backgrounds use it for different reasons. So maybe a country that has like an authoritarian, authoritarian governments. Every time I say a big word on the podcast, I like pause for a second. I'm like, it doesn't sound right coming out of my mouth when I say it. Um, but yeah, so maybe they have like. Dictatorship. I don't know, and they use the dark web as a means of self-protection, anonymous communication, and access of information and to share information, which is sad and like crazy that like I that's something I would have never thought of as a reason why people like need to use the dark mm-hmm.
1: web. Some people just aren't comfortable with like big data companies keeping track, you know, like ad preferences and those type of things, so they just use the Tor browser, and you can use it like a normal browser, you know, like YouTube, you know, those type of things. It's still there.
0: <laughs> yeah. That's funny. And you're just
1: you know, you're just not being like data mined for using it anymore.
0: But so I guess that makes me question like you're saying you can use the Tor browser to go to stuff like YouTube, but that's that that wouldn't be you're just using the Tor browser to get to the ClearNet.
1: Yeah, you can do that. But you won't be getting traced back by data companies and stuff.
0: But aren't you kind of putting yourself in risk of being like Well, traced the way down by the way Google the people. um
1: browsers built is because um when you go to a, a deep web websites called Dot onion, it's not like dot com dot net. Yeah. It's dot onion, and the reason it's called dot onion is it's there's like layers of encryption. Mm-hmm. So you gotta like peel it back, like oh, okay, now we're peeling. So you know, it's kind of you yeah. know hiding. It's encrypting your data, so you can't get traced back. You know, it does its coding? Yeah, stay. but it's
0: not a hundred percent.
1: No, it's not a hundred percent. That's why I use added securities like VPN and disabling your Java and your Flash Player, those type of things. Okay. So there's a a lot of practices you can do to make it you know hundred percent, but anything in this world is hackable and to an extent, you know, and trace back.
0: Yeah. Oh, that's creepy. Yeah. Um. Another thing that we that um people use the dark web for is like large companies and organizations like Facebook, the New York Times, and the CIA also host websites on the dark web. Yeah,
1: they have whistleblowing websites where you can journalists yeah. can drop their files anonymously, and it, you know, like, all right, well, I like what you see, and oh. they can, you know,
0: see that was what I, I get into that here in a second. I was like seeing where they do that a lot, like. So the IMF says that, like, having a website on the dark web symbolizes a commitment to privacy. And I was like, okay, but, like, why? But I guess that makes sense. Like, they're willing to honor, like, people going on there and whistleblowing. So, yeah, that was my next point. Other people might use the dark web as a means of anonymously whistleblowing. So, and I think a lot of people do this also to avoid the backlash of, like, actually whistleblowing. Because being a whistleblower sounds cool and all until, like, you've done it. Yeah, I say as if I've like that organization it. just like
1: wants <laughs> nothing to do.
0: <laughs> exactly, yeah. So if you don't know what whistleblowing is, I'll give you an example. So imagine a company that's just like committing all sorts of financial fraud, or maybe they're lying about harmful chemicals in their products, or like just some other like unethical or illegal activity that's occurring at the company. If an employee blows their whistle and reports this illegal activity to a regulatory agency like the SEC or the EPA, then they're now a whistleblower. And this has a lot of backlash. So some regulatory agencies have hotlines that you can call and report. And like sometimes whistleblowers do get financial rewards. So I know some companies even have, like you said, whistleblower policies where you can report something um, to the executives and board of directors. I'm pretty sure I know we have one at my job, but you're saying that they have them on the dark web for people to whistleblow there, yeah. too. Yeah. Wow.
1: It's like institutes like Harvard and um, other like journalist companies, not companies, institutions yeah. and stuff like that. Oh, they that's have, so have, interesting.
0: Are you? Have you seen them on there? Yeah, we can. We can.
1: Sh- I can see one today. <gasps> okay, cool. You can't yeah. see their documents though. You can just like, this is where you'll go and drop if you the data needed file. to drop something. Yeah, <laughs> you can't like go and like read what they have. Do you
0: ever think about people who just go in there and like drop stupid shit? Like, a meme? yeah,
1: I feel like they, <laughs> that's probably ninety percent of what they get.
0: Oh my god, that's so funny. Um, yeah. When I was in school, we actually learned that even though whistleblowers sometimes get money for reporting, they often get a lot of backlash from people in the company who were like committing those illegal or unethical activities and people like in the industry and it can make it incredibly difficult for whistleblowers to find jobs. But like to me, I feel like if someone is willing to whistleblow, like they're first of all, putting so much on the line. And second of all, they're probably a good ass person because they're like, oh, this is illegal or like yeah. fucked up and I'm going to say something about it. So if anything, I feel like I would want a whistleblower at my company. But I guess that just goes to show that maybe a lot of companies aren't really doing what they are supposed to be doing. If that's like a common thing that whistleblowers are doing, getting hated on for, like, doing the right thing. I just thought that was crazy. But, yeah, I think I saw somewhere that, like, whistleblowers, they basically, like, once you do it, you, like, pretty much don't have a job again. That's why they do, like, the rewards and stuff, so people can just, like, take the money and live live their life yeah. now
1: after they've... You did your good deed. Here you yeah. go.
0: That's sad. I guess on the internet, too, I was thinking, like, kind of deeper about this aside from, like, actual whistleblowing, but, like, I feel like, you know, people are willing to buy and sell leaked information in the chat rooms and forums. And we'll get into some of the like different things that you can buy on the dark web. So it seems like the risk here could be that people would just like blackmail the companies into paying them like a ransom for the information that they would have rather than like the company actually being held um, accountable for their actions. I think I have a statistic about um, something that IBM had to pay like in ransomware um, later on in my notes. And I'll get to that. But I was like, really shocked by that. It made me think of like all the companies that are dealing with that. And they just have to have like, money set aside because they know that, like, hackers are going to, like, get into their hackers shit.
1: Hackers hacked my school. And really? Yeah, they put a ransomware, and, like, we weren't allowed to access our homework or people. <laughs> no, nobody was allowed to access anything. <laughs> and the school was shut down. Oh, When so they crazy. had to pay a ransom, apparently.
0: Was that at CPC Yeah. Is that yeah. okay that I said yeah, that? Yeah, I don't mind. Okay, because I went to UNC Charlotte, and, like, it was, I never heard about this, but I took, like, so I have a minor in management information systems so I know, like, the bare minimum of, like, uh, information IT kind of stuff. And our professor was like, "Yeah, a couple of years back, we had like some sort of crazy thing where like we someone put something on us, and we had to pay them to like get all of our files back." Students
1: aren't allowed to plug in flash drives anymore because that's apparently that's how it happened. Like someone, whoa, like, yeah,
0: that's crazy. That must have been so. That was recent. Yeah,
1: it happened like um, the first semester after the pandemic when schools were doing their first semester of remote learning. Yeah, you know that's oh when it God. happened because some camp, you know, the hands-on campus, like the technical stuff, yeah, they're still on campus. So,
0: wow. Yeah, and then I feel like also, like, whistleblowers could be, like, putting themselves in danger as well, because, like we said, it's not 100% guaranteed that, like, you can't be found out on there, and I just feel like, I feel like if people are on the dark web trying to find people's locations, doxing them, essentially, like, that's a lot of effort and time they're putting into it, and that's not someone that you want to fuck with, Mm -hmm. (laughs) because that's really scary. Um, But we're going to talk about... I'm going to, like, foreshadow some episodes I'm going to do in the future. I'm going to do the Elizabeth Holmes case. I've basically already got all the notes done, but Sunny Ball Wani's court case isn't over yet, so when that's over, I'll have that episode out, but there's definitely some whistleblowing in that. <clears throat> At least I'm not, like, farting. It's fine. <laughs> You're like, it's fine. <laughs> no. <laughs>
1: I it's fine. Accidents happen.
0: (laughs) Okay, I'll I'll, I'll let you know. I'll give you a warning.
1: That wouldn't be an accident.
0: Okay, true. (laughs) I really hope I don't accidentally fart, because then, like, if I can't hold it in, that's not good. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Okay. (sighs) So, now I want to kind of talk about where the dark web came from, and we're going to start way back when from, like, the OG computers. Okay? So... The computer didn't just happen overnight, obviously. There were tons of inventions from the early 1800s all the way up to the mid-1900s that paved the way for the modern computer. The first computer in the form that we know and love today was introduced at a computer convention in 1968, and honestly, this was a lot harder to find, like, the exact date. I was like, why is there not, like, a this-is-when-the-computer-came-out date, but... I think it's just because so many different pieces had to come together like there were all sorts of so they started with like calculators and then yeah like they made these weird like computers that made music and like they had sound but no screen it was just like weird stuff And the
1: big ones that took up an entire room
0: yeah yeah the like there were like business computers yeah IBM ones yeah and they had like all those there were like whole walls of computers mm-hmm. that was crazy so uh, it was hard to say like cuz all of that is technically a computer so it's hard to say what exactly like a computer is so that's this was the closest thing i found where it was like the first time we had ever seen something that could have been for like anyone to have like a personal computer is what we'll call it so that's what I saw on live science and they have kind of like a timeline of the computer history starting from like 1801 which was kind of cool but up until this point inventors all over the world were creating like the computer chip over here and then someone else would be writing coding language and then all of these necessary pieces came together to make the dream work. In 1971, IBM created the floppy disk, and, like, I know what that is, kind of, but, like, I, I never, never had used, to deal with yeah, it. Yeah, I never
1: used one, but I know what it is.
0: Yeah, I had, like, the big, like, computers and stuff, and I remember my dad, like, saying stuff about the floppy disks, but I never really, like, had to, like, touch it or anything. But, so, if you don't know what that is, if you're even younger than us, I'm a millennial. You're a Zillennial.
1: Yeah.
0: that's. I think that fits. I, d- I never feel like Gen Z, and I never feel like a millennial. And
1: awkward in between years.
0: Yeah, Zillennial. I saw I heard someone say that and I was like I think that's amazing. So, Zillennial. Floppy disks were invented as a storage device so that information could be moved like from computer to computer. Am I do you agree? Yeah, <laughs> that it's to right?
1: move data as like a storage data device that's supposed to be portable between computer computers. Okay. Yeah, I feel like
0: you'd know better than I would. So, at this point, um it's 1971, whatever. Computers are just mainly being used for, like, research and educational purposes, and they were really big and bulky and unattainable. Just how I like my men. (laughs) According to Wikipedia, January 1st, 1983 is considered the official birthday of the internet. I thought this was really funny, so I included it. A predecessor to the internet called... The Advanced Research Projects Agency Network, or the ARPANET, was the first wide-area packet-switched network, which I learned what those words mean, but I don't remember what they mean. Do you know? No. Okay, that's fine. So ARPANET, when combined with Internet Protocol, became the foundation of what we know as the Internet. According to John Markoff, author of the 2005 book What the Dormouse Said, How the 60s Counterculture Shaped the Personal Computer Industry, Students at Stanford University and MIT used ARPANET in the 70s to arrange for the purchase of weed. So, like, they were, like, fucking geniuses. They're like, okay, like, we made the fucking internet. <laughs> so, <laughs> so <weird. laughs> Let's talk to each other and buy weed. So, like, they were sending messages to each other. Like, So, okay, I'll, basically this was, so, like, coined the first online transaction that ever happened. But people say that this technically wasn't an online transaction because they didn't actually send money. Like, it wasn't like a wire or anything yeah. like that. They just arranged for it. So they were communicating to each other on this network, first of all, in a way that we hadn't done before. Like, they're communicating and stuff, like, online. Like, in the 70s, people don't know what that fucking means. So they're communicating. They're like, yeah, let's buy weed. So, like, one school bought weed from the other school. It didn't really have a ton of details on it because it wasn't legal. And I think, like, the schools weren't, like, happy about that. Like, it set the tone for... The way that we use the internet today. E-commerce. Yeah. There's
1: a lot of e-commerce on it.
0: Yeah. It was like foreshadowing to like yeah. all the drugs that are on the internet now. <laughs> so I thought that was really funny. I was like, I have to include that. So okay. We're still moving along our timeline by 1984, IBM and Apple are releasing like very expensive personal computers. I mean, this is the eighties and IBM's Acorn computer was like $1,600 and the Apple Macintosh was $2,500. So, like, I don't even want to know how much that is today. I should have done like a. 2,500. Yeah.
1: For a Macintosh, the old school ones? That's cheaper than. I mean, that's more expensive than a Macintosh costs today.
0: Yeah. And like, inflation. Yeah. (laughs) Let's look it up. Let me look it up. The IBM Acorn would be $4,329.52. And the Apple Macintosh. Wow. Wow. The Apple Macintosh (laughs) would have been $6,764.87. It's fucking crazy. So, like, this was, like, elite. A used car. Literally. Both of them. Yeah. Yeah. And then it's 1985. Microsoft is like, holy shit, we should, like, make Windows. So they, they came out in 1985. And now we've got all these big players. We have IBM. We've got Apple. We've got Microsoft. They're all computing. And it's like the 80s, early 90s, the internet is now a thing because the ARPANET turned into the internet. People are starting to get their own computers and people are using those computers to access the internet if they could figure out how, because like back in the day, people were like, what the hell is this? All that jazz. So according to the International Monetary Fund or the IMF, in the late 1990s, two research organizations in the US Department of Defense drove efforts to develop An anonymized and encrypted network that would protect the sensitive communications of U.S. spies. So thus, the dark web was born, and it was only a few short years later in 2006 when people started selling, like, all sorts of illegal things on the dark web. And probably before that, but that was, like, when it was, like, a boom, and everyone was like, holy shit, people are selling all this shit on the internet. This is wild out. Right. They were like, I think this was like
1: <laughs> Nobody's looking this as well. Yeah,
0: I mean that's like like I I think of the cannibal uh cafe forum site whatever the fuck I talked about in that episode and I'm like people were just doing this on the internet. Yeah. Like crazy. <laughs> the early 2000s were a time. So, you may be wondering, how do you get on the dark web? Well, we kind of mentioned it earlier through this special little thing called the Tor browser, which Tor stands for the onion router. An Onion browser is the type of browser that you need to access the dark web. So, you can't just Google Chrome it. I mean, maybe you can. I don't know. But I'm pretty no, sure you can't.
1: You, you, you To get the Tor browser, you download Firefox. And then um you just Google Tor browser project. And then you go to their website.
0: So, you have to have Firefox. And then you go on Firefox and
1: you go to Google. No. You, from Firefox, yeah, you just go on the Google website, you know. Because their um, search engine, that's not the browser. That's different from the browser firefox you just go to google or Bing, whatever search engine you like to use
0: so you have to use firefox to download it though yeah
1: firefox is the important part there's probably other browsers but um for the most part most people use firefox Mm -hmm. and um from firefox you go to your search engine and then you search tor browser project and then you go to their website and then there's a download link and what they're all about and safety tips of how to stay anonymous
0: Ooh, so interesting So Tor is a free open source web browser that can be used to protect the user's personal ID, all of their information for being accessed while they're on the dark web. And according to Wikipedia, it directs internet traffic through a free worldwide volunteer overlay network consisting of more than 6,000 relays for concealing a user's location and usage from anyone conducting network surveillance or traffic analysis. This is also from Wikipedia. The Tor browser was developed in the mid-1990s by the U.S. Naval Research Laboratory employees, mathematician Paul Silverson, and computer scientists Michael G. Reed and David Goldschlag. Goldschlag? Goldschlag. That's a fun name, Goldschlag. Schlag. Um, it was invented to protect U.S. intelligence communication online, so... It's called the Onion Browser, like Pablo mentioned earlier, because there's multiple layers of encryption that are keeping the user protected. And the first public release of Tor was in 2003, and the development of Tor has been an iterative process, to say the least, funded by groups like the U.S. Bureau of Democracy, Human Rights, and Labor. Google and the University of Cambridge are just a couple that were early um, adopters, I, I guess, or contributors and tor encourages people to make attempt attacks on it so that they can learn more about how to make it better
1: oh yeah those called um bug bounties and a lot of big companies like facebook and stuff they also have like bug bounties like if you can find a bug in our system um let us know and we'll pay your reward
0: that's what it's called we have some of those at my job Yeah,
1: they're called bug bounties
0: wow what was the other thing you said um script kitty yeah
1: script kitty that's...
0: Oh, it makes me, I, like, when you said that earlier, I thought of, like, a little, like, a, a boy in a cat suit, or, like, a, fr- <laughs> or, like, a French why maid suit. That's it's kind of an
1: insult and in a thing, you know? And, I don't know, the tech people have this their whole terminology.
0: So, tell the people what a script kitty is.
1: A script kitty is somebody who doesn't really know how to write their own code from scratch, so they go to websites like GitHub or, like, Reddit, and, like, Because when you write your script, I mean, your code and you're done, it's called a script. Mm -hmm. But you can also post that script on a website like GitHub or whatever. So people can just copy and paste into their terminal and execute whatever the command is. So if you're just doing a copy and paste type of thing, you know, that's a script kitty.
0: But, like, you have to know what it's doing, right, to be able to, like, pick it out? Yeah, I mean,
1: that's why you're looking for that script, you know, like a script for brute force password thing, you know?
0: Yeah, so you can, like... Well it it'll just say like this script will do this mm-hmm. and then you just kinda trust that it yeah. will work. So but Some
1: scripts have requirements, you gotta meet like you need a Linux OS or you know, you gotta run this version of Python or you gotta have a PyAutoGUI, auto GUI, which is like it's a piece of code that um deciphers like mass amount of data for you.
0: Okay. So do people like prank people with scripts by like saying that this script is for something and then it does something else?
1: It could be, but like I mean if you know what you're looking at. I mean, you're like, no, it doesn't.
0: Yeah. So you, you need to know a little bit about what you're kind of getting into yeah. so you don't run into something like that. Yeah.
1: Like if you're like completely like fresh to it and like, yeah, this will do whatever you need. And then <laughs> you go experienced guy, <laughs> like, did you even read this? Yeah. You know, type of thing. But it's, it's a whole language when it's out. So if you don't know the language, you can get played. But, you know, you take your time. It's not a complicated language either. Mm. I mean, the first original code which is 0101, you know, binary code. Mm-hmm. And I mean.
0: How does that work? Do you know?
1: No, I don't know how to do binary code.
0: I just, I'm like, how do you know? That's like so crazy to me.
1: I know the zero and ones represent yes and no's, and that's all it is, you know, just how computers say yes and no, zero, I mean, I think it's yes and one equals no. Okay. Or it could be backwards.
0: Yeah. But, I yeah. mean, there's only two options. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So, obviously, the purpose of Tor is to make it easier for people to explore the internet without leaving a trace. It enables almost true anonymity. Anonymity. Am I adding a titty? (laughs) Anonymity. Um, Anonymity. Anonymity.
1: Anonymity. I don't know either. (laughs) Anonymity.
0: Oh my god. Okay. You guys know what the fuck I'm saying. (laughs) So. Anonymity. (laughs) (laughs) Shit. Suddenly, I need a tour browser. Um, okay. Almost true that word, but it can't guarantee it a hundred percent. So that's why Pablo won't let us go on chat rooms on the dark web because people can find you easier on there, right?
1: Well, it's like when you do like a PTP, that's when you do a PTP, um, that's called, a, um, person to person protocol. And that's where like, you're mostly exposed in the chat room. Cause you know, person to person protocol, um, you're actively sending messages to mm-hmm. each other. So it's when you um initiate that protocol is when you're like mostly exposing yourself to a person.
0: So you could be in a chat room with like multiple people and it would be a little bit better or is it...
1: That's why I like to stick to forums because it's not live and you're not initiating the protocol. You okay. know, as long as you don't initiate it, you know, you're not as vulnerable. You still got that layer of security.
0: So what's that thing that you said we were going on today? <laughs> is that not a chat room? Was
1: Dark Forest chat, it? but we don't initiate conversation with we Just You know, we just, just go in and look at it? Yeah, you'll be fine.
0: Oh my God, I'm really excited. Okay. Yeah. Okay, so according to the IMF, as of 2019... Over 65,000 unique URLs ending with .onion exist on the Tor network, and in 2018, a study was conducted of about 10% of the domains on the dark web, and it was found that a majority of those sites were communications-based, with tons of chat rooms, forums, image and video hosts, and shops. So we're gonna talk about some of the things that you can buy. Drugs. Yeah, that's... Okay, obviously. Sorry if my feet stink and my armpits. <laughs> <laughs>
1: you, don't, you don't have an odor. You're so self-conscious about odor. You have no odor.
0: I really am so self-conscious about stinking. Like, I don't know why. I'm like, oh my God, is my breast stink.
1: you yeah, like, did you smell the cat poop? Oh, like, it smells like flowers when I walk in. <laughs> <laughs> oh
0: my God. Maybe COVID like fucked up my nose and now things that smell good actually. It
1: enhanced s- your sense. <laughs> I it's always a-
0: had a really strong sense of smell. I've always lived with all boys, and I had so many animals in one household that I'm like super heightened to any sort of smell. I can smell cat pee from like ten miles away. That is my one animal instinct that I have <laughs> is that I can smell things. I can't hear for shit, can barely see, but I can smell at least I won't like die of um a fire or like something that's like stinks a stinky stinky Accidents.
1: So you won't have a stinky accident. <laughs>
0: Well, I can not say I won't have a stinky accident, but, like, I'll be aware that the stinky accident is <laughs> happening.
1: <laughs> it just put you on guard and, like, it's safer. He was like, all right, let's just be safe. It smells really bad.
0: <laughs> I can smell danger. I can smell that you're scared of me right now. I can smell your fear like a dog. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> okay, just kidding. All right, so things you can find on the dark web. So apparently you can find regular legal businesses on there. I saw this one website that was talking about, like, There's, like, a weird niche market of people who are super into, like, origami on there. So, like, regular kind of hobbyists and, like, just weird random things have been found on the dark web, and that's just kind of where they've flocked. Yeah,
1: and it could have easily been on a clear net, but they just chose to put on the Tor browser. Yeah,
0: it's like, why? Like, I guess just, they just want to be super safe, I guess. But obviously, explicit and exploitative content. Extremist groups, etc all that. So it's like really a free for all. But I want to, I'm going to tell you guys about some of the different things that you can like actually buy. So let's get into like malware, um, distributed denial of service attacks. So I actually mentioned this in the Cannibal chat room episode. So a DDoS attack was how the German government was able to take down the Cannibal Cafe forum after Armin Maywez killed and ate burned bronze. So if you haven't listened to that episode, what the hell are you doing, Loca?
1: <laughs> That's crazy in Spanish. Yeah, I thought you were saying like a name for a second.
0: I thought I was like calling somebody (laughs) out. Um, Have you seen Twilight? No. Oh well, he comes out. Jacob. Jacob. No, Taylor Lautner. He comes out and he's like, "Bella, where the hell have you been, (laughs) loco?" And like everyone loves that saying, and so I just was like, maybe he'd get it, but there was just dead air. (laughs) (laughs) But it's actually kind of a play on words because per loco. I can't really roll my R's. Roll my R's.
1: I don't know what you're trying to say.
0: Like dog. Like crazy dog. Local. Yeah.
1: Okay. Yeah. <laughs>
0: okay. That was the guy's name in that episode. Go listen to the episode and you'll know what I'm talking about. I promise I'm not crazy. But I think I mentioned in that episode, or maybe just in my head and I thought I told you guys, but there's this like cool website that you can go to and you can see all the DDoS attacks that are like happening live. And it's like a map of the world and you can see them like being sent from one place to the other.
1: Oh, the DDoS attacks when they knock people off the internet. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: Oh, is that That's how a... people say it? DDoS? Yeah, it's DDoS. Oh, I say DDoS. That's yeah. how I learned it at school.
1: Yeah. People do that on Xbox or like online. You know, when you like piss somebody off, like, "Dude, I'm a DDoS you," and you can't play for rest. It's because they're being
0: dickheads. Oh, yeah. see, okay, you learned something new. Yeah. So I, I'm actually, I found that website. I'm gonna put it on the show notes of this episode. Um, just because I thought it was interesting. I don't know, maybe people want to look at it. You can also purchase botnets. So. I'm going to say what I found on the internet, and you can correct me if I'm wrong, but botnets refer to a string of, like, connected devices with internet access, and they receive orders from a master computer, and the master computer is infected by worms or viruses from a malicious website, and then it infects the other devices, and they, like, continue passing the virus on, stealing data, sending spam, like, whatever the person who programmed the original virus or bug or whatever um, tells it to to do, that's what it'll, like, infect to the other
1: I saw that on a TV show, Mr. Robot. Really? Yeah.
0: So that was right. Sounded right. Yeah. Cool. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> what was that show about?
1: Mr. Robot's about this dude, like he's just like a hacker, like a dangerous hacker, and um, he kind of goes against this company called E Corp, and that's like the protagonist. I mean, the antagonist of the company of the show. Um, yeah. E Corp is. Yeah, and he just does all this hacking stuff that uh, helps take him down.
0: Oh, I think I'd like that.
1: Yeah, it's a really good show.
0: Um, another thing that you can buy is Trojan, so the malicious software that looks just like normal software, and then people download it, and it corrupts the computer, or like, takes information, whatever. Key loggers, um, it's what it sounds like, so this malware will keep track of what you type in, so say I'm like, I'm going to go on Facebook. LimeWire.
1: I... LimeWire was a huge tra- was trojan. Was it really? If you're downloading music off of um, LimeWire, you were going to get a virus. Well, guaranteed. I knew that, but I didn't realize well, that's that's it was. That's because it's a Trojan horse, you know?
0: Oh. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Yeah, my older brother used to use LimeWire a lot, and, like, we always had viruses. I remember one time, there was this, so he would go on LimeWire, and there was this other website that was called, like, funnyjokes.com, and it was just, like, stupid videos, like, just really stupid. the original
1: memes. Yeah,
0: pretty much. And I would go on there, and I clicked on this one, like, Smurf video, and it was, like, a porno of the Smurfs, <laughs> and then I, it gave me a virus no, of, like... Like no. oh, a yeah,
1: Smurf porn?
0: Yeah, literally it was Smurf porn, and I was traumatized, <laughs> and then... And then <laughs> like
1: little blue butts and penises.
0: Yes! It was, like, the... It was, like, the... What's his name? Like, Papa Smurf? Like, the grandpa? Oh, no. And, like, the blonde one, and she was, like, sucking his dick. <laughs> and I was literally so young.
1: <laughs> like a little year old girl. Like, whoa.
0: I was probably younger. Like, I'm not even kidding. Why was I on the internet? Literally dad, I love you, but you gave me Coca-Cola out the womb and you, <laughs> <laughs> and you let me go on the internet and I got a virus on our computer and it had like, it was, I swear to God, this was like somebody's homemade porno or some shit. Oh. And it was like, you know, like when you open up like windows and you're like click a video file and it like brings up like this random video player, it was like on that. And it was just like a fuck ton of women, like eating coochie.
1: Well, that's like when the internet was like the Wild West, like kind of brand new, like, so like there was not a lot of regulation.
0: Why would you just give that out for free? Like, it was like a legit fucking all lesbian <laughs> orgy. And, like, I'm gay as shit, like, yeah. <laughs> so no fucking wonder, like, oh my god, I was, tra- I remember being so traumatized, like, I can feel the way that my body felt, I was, like, a shell of myself, and I was crying, and I was like, dad, I'm so sorry, I don't know what that is, and he was like, it's okay, God damn it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Explain this, I don't have to talk yet.
0: Oh, my God. I used to do the craziest shit to my dad. Like, me and Kaylee, we broke the fridge door off. Like, the door came off of the fridge. <laughs> like, we used to just always get into stupid shit. But, okay. Moving along. Sorry, Dad. Love ya. I guess I put fishing and that's it. So, I guess you can, like, pay people to fish people. I don't know what I fishing
1: meant. Fishing is, um... I know
0: what it is, but I don't know. Like, do you just buy it? Like...
1: I don't know how you buy fishing. I mean, I guess you can pay them for the services for them to perform it for you. Or they can um send you, like like, as a script, and, like, hey, deploy this, and they'll, like, deploy ads for you, and hopefully somebody clicks on it, and you can get the information that you want from them.
0: Okay, that makes sense, because I I just wrote phishing, and I didn't say, like, what the purchase, like, how you would purchase it. Do you want to explain what it is? I was, like, you were, like, phishing is, and I was, like, I know what phishing is, but (laughs) not everyone knows what phishing is. Phishing
1: is, like, (laughs) an attempt to retrieve somebody's data without them knowing. Then that can come in a lot of ways. You You can send them, like, a fake message, like, hey, I need this... I want to send you about this money and I'll send you, I mean, if this amount of information I can send you this amount of money, or you can do it through ads and like hopefully somebody clicks on it and like you secretly like them clicking on it prompts a download and you get the information that way. There's a lot of ways you can fish for information, but basically it comes down to like you trying to retrieve somebody's information without them knowing.
0: Okay. Yeah. I, at my job, we have like, we have to go through training on like what phishing emails might look like because we get a ton of phishing emails and we have like a hotline or i guess like a mailbox that you can forward them to if you see it and then sometimes my job they'll send us phishing emails and see if we report it and if you report it it's like great job you identified the phishing email like we're so glad you didn't click it yeah they literally like try to like scare us into like well i mean i guess some people do click it so they probably like get in trouble (laughs)
1: like hey You clicked on a bad link. (laughs)
0: They probably, like, send a report to their manager, like, uh, your employee just clicked on this phishing email. But it'll always be stuff like, hey, um, I talked to your boss and they said that you would send me those, like, super important top secret files. Send them here. And then there's, like, a link. and It's like, obviously that's not real, but I don't know. I think the reason that people fall for that, like, older people, is because if you've ever emailed with an older person, like, professionally, they email so weird and, like, when you get a phishing email, at least for me, I can read it, and I'm like, "I know that's a phishing email. Nobody types like that, nobody talks like that, but my dad and like older people that I work with, they type weird in their emails, so I could see why maybe I think they type very minimal, and so I can see why maybe they would like fall for it, but to me, I'm like that, no one would type like that
1: i I do my parents' emails,
0: so yeah i don't I don't know either. Moving on from phishing ransomware as a service. So we talked a little bit about ransomware. Um, this is when someone hacks your computer or infects it with malware and then demands that you pay them in order to have the ransomware removed. Happened to my school. Yeah. Happened to your school.
1: We <laughs> already got a free A. Like straight A's that semester because they couldn't get their shit together for so long.
0: Oh, somebody must have been failing hard for them to I happen.
1: was probably would have failed the shit out of because it. it was my first semester back since the pandemic and it was my first semester basically ever in my life yeah. doing it from home. So, my work ethic was shit, you know? I don't blame you. So, it was a bless. (laughs) Thank you.
0: (laughs) Thank you, sir, whoever you are, or ma'am. I always feel like hackers are, like, evil men. I feel like like it was an
1: organization. You think so? multiple people have to run an operation. Just because, like, there's so much maintenance work that goes behind it, you know? Like, keeping an eye on the show, like, did they get it back yet? You know, running the prompts to, um, you know? make their attack stronger yeah there's so much scrubbing and cleaning yes it's, it's an operation it's
0: crazy like there's like little online societies of just like freakishly smart tech nerds yeah and they're like badass as fuck that's then, why i'm really excited and to then they have like these. a normal
1: day job like give me your friend you just really do not know oh my Literally. god
0: i do know someone that like has told me stuff about being in a group like that yeah but like they couldn't tell me like enough uh, more information also they probably just knew that I would get on my podcast and talk about it oh we need to cover that
1: sorry I was on a zoom call yesterday so I took it off
0: okay so we're back and Pablo now has a piece of paper oh I'm sorry you did you have trouble finding those scissors was I being okay they're
1: (laughs) they're just like in your bookshelf I just got them
0: okay cool so now Pablo has a piece of paper over his camera so we don't get like
1: it's just a little extra. Most likely nobody will try peeping through your camera, but, you know, it's just added precaution.
0: Yeah, can't hurt. Okay, so we were talking about ransomware. Now let's kind of move on. Like, all of those things that we talked about, like the phishing, the ransomware, the keyloggers, stroganes, DDoS attacks. <laughs> it feels weird to say it. Um, all of these things are not exclusively sold on the dark web. Like, these are just regular things. but That, like, you can get, but I guess if you need them for whatever reason, it seems like there's an abundance of them on the dark web, and it's, like, a whole business that's happening there. So I guess those are, like, really strong ones. If you're gonna get one, maybe get one there.
1: I mean, a detective, you know, who knows some computer literacy, who knows what he's looking for, and you're doing it on the clear net, they're like, it's it's this guy.
0: Because it's illegal to do that. Yeah, like, hacking people,
1: hacking people, you know... You know, just being malicious on the internet. Yeah, it's illegal.
0: Malicious on the internet. Yeah. That's like a cool band name. <laughs> <laughs> oh. So, yeah, so they go to
1: tour. so it's, like, you know, hard to be tracked, you know? Yeah.
0: Yeah. I guess I never really thought about where viruses come from. Like
1: C- Just code. Literally just code. He's like, I'm going to write this piece of code, I'm going to execute it on his computer, and that computer's fucked.
0: Why do people do that? Like, <laughs> what? I just like, why would you? I would I how don't the...
1: know what the point of the previous. When we were little kids, you know those like weird pop up ones, and it was just like, you're really just fucking yeah. really dumb ass. I don't know what the point of those were. Nowadays, just because <laughs> of fishing and stuff.
0: Yeah, people were just trying to be assholes back in the day, but now everyone's like, "Oh, I'm a Ugandan prince. Send me your money."
1: Did you hear about <laughs> this? Um, he's like really notorious for um scamming. His name is Hush Poppy. He's from Nigeria. He he scammed for billions and millions of dollars. Oh my god, okay. Adding yeah. it to the
0: list, we're going to talk about Hush Poppy.
1: Yeah. He, um, he scammed companies for, like, millions of dollars and stuff. It wasn't until recently he got arrested for it.
0: I feel like I heard about this. This feels vaguely familiar, but also I'm not surprised, because, like, there's so much stuff like this. I had a ex... That his grandma was like, she was old, and someone reached out to her and was like, We have a job for you. And she started like mailing checks from her home yeah. to some like God knows where.
1: Nigeria is known for like, that's like the capital of like scamming. And yeah, they like that's that I don't want to talk them down, but that's what the reputation of them, you know?
0: Yeah, no, that's, I mean, I don't want to talk them down either, but I also took an accounting course and my professor was Nigerian and he's actually the professor who convinced me to become an accountant because he was like, you're really good at this. And not a lot of people are. And I loved him to death, but he was Nigerian and he was like, I think it's one of the most business wise. It's one of the most corrupt operationing operating countries. There's a term for it. I'm not saying that right, but so like, Accounting there is not the same <laughs> as accounting here or like another country that's more strict, so it was really interesting. All right, so some other things you can get on the dark web include stolen identities, credit card and bank information, social security numbers, false documentation, and like this is so so juicy for me because this just means that I have more and more content to discuss on this show. But I just think of all the people that are like on the lamb and they're like buying fake passports and like birth certificates and shit. I feel like I have to burp again.
1: I burped at the same time as you, but not as as profound.
0: (laughs) Profound? That was a good one. It was like, (laughs) it doesn't stink.
1: It does not stink.
0: It sounded like an ogre, like a grown male.
1: (laughs) You're on your Shrek shit today. What? (laughs) I said you're on your Shrek shit today.
0: (laughs) No, I thought that was what you said and I was really hoping it wasn't. I on my Shrek shit. Where are my green Crocs? On the other side of this door. The the Shrek 3000s, that's what I call them. Okay, you can also buy counterfeit products, products made with slave labor. You can obviously buy child porn. You can also buy drugs of like any and all varieties, legal, illegal, synthetic. So many new drugs have come onto the market and a lot of it is thanks to the dark web. You can buy uranium on the dark web. A lot web. of these
1: dark web things are also a scam, too. Because, you know, they're not really easy to get traced back to. You know, that's why they're on the dark web. So, I feel of people take advantage of that scam.
0: And didn't you tell me that, like, cops do sting operations on the dark yeah, web, they can, too? Yeah,
1: they can set up, too. Oh, and, you know, another example I saw, Um, I, I like watching To Catch a Predator, you know? Mm-hmm. I think it's a funny show. And they go on the dark web, you know, just like a grown-ass lady acting like a little boy. And then they come to this house, and boom, you know, they catch them. That's how Ew. they do it. You ever watch The Catch a Predator?
0: I've seen like an episode it's or very two. Pretty
1: funny, fun. I mean, yeah, it's a it's a dark topic, and leave kids alone, you know. Yeah, Just leave kids alone.
0: There was this murder that I think was covered on Morbid. Shout out Morbid, my favorite podcast, and it's called like it's nicknamed the Tall Hot Blonde Murders. Have you heard of it? No. So it's like back when chat rooms were new, and this lady, she maybe I'll talk, maybe I'll do an episode on it because it's interesting, but. She had this account called Tall Hot Blonde and she said she was this 19-year-old girl and she was like this old woman, not old, but like a grown-ass woman. Too old to be doing this shit. And she was using her daughter's photos, like her teenage daughter's what? photos, and like pretending to beat her she on the internet. And yeah, stuff? and like dating men online and like planning to meet up with them. And she ended up like getting two men pinned against each other and like one of them killed the other one. Whoa. Yeah. And then they like showed up to her house and she was like Oh, like that's my daughter. And like what a fucking monster. Like you're using your child's pictures, yeah. like it's so gross.
1: And like so. what do you get off from? Like just be manipulated in general. Like why would you Yeah, why, what prompts you to do that?
0: And what's crazy is the other guy who the guy who ends up murdering, he was pretending to be someone he wasn't on the internet Whoa. So they, were, they were both pretending, but the guy that got murdered was being his genuine authentic self and thought that like she was too and he got murdered and he was the only one being real. But Isn't like that, how like, old buffed?
1: was is she how old was the girl that she was posing as? 19. Like Barely legal,
0: I don't know if the daughter was actually eighteen or nineteen yet, but that was like the age she was saying that she was. I think she might have been though, I think she was legal. And these
1: are like older men,
0: one of them was the murderer was older, and the other guy was like more close to her age, mm. and they worked at the same place that's and they were like in it was in a chat room, like a gaming chat room, yeah, and so like the two guys are like they worked together and they would go in this chat room together and they met her on there, and so they they knew each other in real life, but they didn't know her. And it was just really sad. And there was apparently, like, inappropriate pictures of her. It's like her mom found, like, maybe nudes that she had sent or something and, like, used them. It was, like, pictures of, like, down her daughter's skirt and shit. Yeah. it was, it's a really sick story and just layers and layers of fucked up, like, as the story goes on. So maybe I'll do a deep dive into that. But, yeah, so (laughs) it was really fucked up. Um, Guns, obviously. Any sort of, like, weapon is on there. Snuff content um hitmen organs according to the world health organization there are roughly 10,000 illegal organ transplant surgeries a year which i'm sure that number is probably bigger than that because like how do how do they know know, yeah how are you tracking that (laughs) i feel like maybe catch that many people maybe maybe they got caught and then maybe some of them are people who were like holy shit my like organs infected and had to go to like a real hospital and be like this isn't you can't just transplant any old organ. You have to like it doesn't, and it doesn't always take. That's what people like. Yeah, don't think a lot of people know about that.
1: Bodies like this is a foreign object.
0: Yeah, like sometimes your body will attack the organ that you get. So, I think that's something that people don't really think about. But yeah, so and not only can you get <clears throat> organs, but you can also just get like like someone's arm or their foot or their hand. And I'm like, this is where the Cannibal Cafe forum is now <laughs> on mm-hmm. the internet. Maybe I kept thinking about. Armin is, like if this shit that wow, I just had like a, a moment, like it's not on the clear net anymore. Like, people, <laughs> I didn't want to interrupt <laughs> You're you. Good. Um, people like have obviously moved to the dark web. Well, I mean, that one guy that that blog I read said that there wasn't much on the dark web, but I'm sure that there is, and I'm sure that there are real cannibals that are buying that shit and eating it.
1: People who say there's not a lot on the dark web is because they're having trouble navigating without any index, yeah. So Without any index, you got to like know the direct link or the link in general. You know, you need that link to get to that website. It's populated by a lot of hidden links and websites like a lot of things are hidden links. Mm-hmm. But for the most part, you can't like, you know, just search and people don't really know how to search for what they're looking for. So they don't find what they're looking for. And, and I they feel get disappointed like... and they say, oh, well, it's not as deep as people say. It's like, probably well, you just didn't find it. Now you're just talking it down.
0: Yeah, that's what I was thinking when I was reading it. I was like, I don't want to say anything because, like, I haven't been on the dark web. So I can't really, like, mm-hmm. speak to it. But I was like, I feel like you probably just aren't looking in the right place. And I feel like if there's anything that's probably insanely well kept hidden on the Internet, it's people who are cannibals that are actually eating other people. You yeah, know what like I mean? Like, that's have, like,
1: legit. Servers building, you know, like.
0: Yeah, it makes me think, like, all that stuff that's on the clear net that I talked about in the cannibal chat room and all that, like, I feel like that's probably just, like, a distraction. So people are like, oh, well, it's out here on the clear net. Maybe it's not as bad. I don't know. But, so I thought that was interesting. And then, obviously, people. So there's a lot of human trafficking that happens on... <laughs> Should I just, like, log on now? Yeah, if you want to. Yeah, pretty much. We're almost there. So, yeah, lots of human trafficking on the internet. Um, According to the Scientific <clears throat> American in 2015, over a two-year time frame tracker... Traffickers spent about $250 million to post more than 60 million advertisements, according to DARPA-funded research, which DARPA is, like, this cool software that um that has been made to specifically, like, search for human trafficking online. So, there's a lot of stuff that you can get on there.
1: Alright, I'm just going to launch Tor browser. I would say the closest thing to Google on the dark web is DuckDuckGo. Like, it is a search engine and stuff, and they can give you links to, like... Most websites, but just know not the dot onion links, most likely, and that's what's on the deep web. Okay. Yeah. But this is DuckDuckGo. Like, this is their search engine. You can just, like, look up, like, I've never been on a Google product on Tor browser, to be honest.
0: This is a Google product? YouTube
1: is oh. a Google product. Yeah. Tor- DuckDuckGo is its own product. You see, but, you know, it gives you information. You're just like, this would be the equivalent of Wikipedia, you know, Facebook links, Twitter, you know, Reddit. It looks like the internet. Yeah. You know, but then I would go to my dot onion link list right here. This is something I just bookmarked, and this is where my usual jumping point off. Okay. Now this website is actually like deep web because it's a dot onion, and that's what makes it, you know, special. Because only tour- you can't get on an onion link if you're not on tour. Right. So yeah, this is us performing that action. Okay. And this is. Alien Market, Top Net Marketplace in this category. It's shit. so ugly. It's yeah. so ugly.
0: It's some, just... some websites are
1: built nice, but some of them, you know, you just shit.
0: It's just like the most. It looks very like 2001. It's like the most minimally put together website because they don't give a fuck.
1: Is there like a category you want to start?
0: Scams. At? <laughs> Wait, why is there a link for scams?
1: Probably buy like scamming services. <gasps> HD Wiki Red Room Instant Money Transfer to your card. This is a scam. Robot Money store cloned cards paypal western union so this is like you know you know a store cloned card is right like you no. know buy, buy like a gift card from like hollister you know that's a store-bought card and they they just copy and you know and i say i have two of these now but you really only bought one because oh. you cloned the card i
0: love that you chose hollister i
1: don't know <laughs> <why>. <laughs> okay loading times are significantly slower by, t- by the way okay Greetings, if you are on the side, you most likely have come here for a reason. <sighs> We're an honest group of hackers whose members work in almost every country. Our work is connected with skimming and hacking banking accounts, and we have been successfully doing this since 2015.
0: Wow. There's like feedback, support. A few cards is enough to become a millionaire. Wow, dude, these people are just scammers. So what are these? Every card have different balance, but we guarantee that you will get at least $3,000 and most likely 4000 or more. The order on the payment page is valid for two hours. Send the transaction number and delivery address. After confirmation of payment, you will receive a tracking number. That's crazy. So these are people's, like, bank cards?
1: It could be a bank card or just store cards, you know, like I said, like a card that only
0: works in a certain store. Dude, I've had, like, my dad's bank account has been hacked and my credit card account has been hacked, and I bet it's, like, just people on the fucking internet, like, oh, I found it. I'm going to sell it. I see this word a lot
1: on the dark web. Escrow? Yeah, I don't know what escrow means. So
0: think of it like if I buy a house oh
1: it's the person who holds the money to it's ensure like to like, ensure the um, transaction is complete one person has um
0: it's a middle a ground so yeah. it's like there's two people and a then moderator. there's like a bank account in the middle and so you put the money in the bank account and then on the other end they pull it out so you're not like just sending someone money directly
1: this is their escrow um provider i guess safe crow it looks like they take bitcoin Dude, it
0: looks so, le- this one looks legit. Like, yeah,
1: some web servers are built, like, really well nice because there are legitimate business and, like, people who, like, make a lot of money scamming so they have the money to for the web development.
0: Yeah, and I guess if, like, you are going to scam people, you want, it- you want people to trust you, like, or if you're in this business. Look, they have
1: packages.
0: Basic package, wow.
1: This package costs almost a whole Bitcoin. How much is a Bitcoin worth today, like?
0: Let's look it up. One bitcoin is forty thousand dollars and twenty five cents. Is Look, that right?
1: Yeah, it could be. Look up safe scroll safe on, on escrow. Clearnet.
0: Safe and then the E is the same, right? Yeah. So safe escrow. Safe escrow. Safe escrow. Safe escrow is a fake escrow warning. This site is dangerous. Safe escrow exit scammed and wasted users' funds. This listing is for reference only. <laughs> so. But
1: a lot of these, like I said, a lot of the things on the internet could be easily could be scams.
0: Yeah, it's a fake. So, people put their money in there. Yeah. Wow, and they made it look so good too, yeah. just to scam. These scammers people. are just on a different level. They're, what's crazy is that they're scammers and they're like, hey, we can help you scam people. <laughs> yeah, and then I they know. scam you. Like, It's like this wow. Those are oh, people, people who do. are like
1: the first time on the deep web, I'm like, oh, I'm going to do some real mob shit, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. They, don't, they just get excited, they don't do the research and they get caught up. Oh my God, that's so funny. Oh, look, you want to look at the whistleblowing sites? Yeah. You can't really like interact too much with these websites. Like I said, it's just like a Dropbox. But... Uh huh. The institutions that make them are pretty cool. Like this one is,
0: there's Harvard, ABC,
1: CBC. Oh, I know TechCrunch is a really big tech journal.
0: These feel like if you went to these, like it would not be what you think it would be. <laughs> that's it.
1: And you, can, I mean, if you're a person who do, you could log in. And I'm sure you'll be like exposed to what you've done in the past. Yeah, you can't really do much with them.
0: And this, you think this is legit?
1: Well, look. That's why you do your own research too. You got look secure
0: up, drop two point two point zero.
1: Yeah, and then look up the Institute of Quantitative Social Science at Harvard.
0: SecureDrop is an open source whistleblower submission system that media organizations can install to securely accept documents from anonymous sources. Okay, so that seems legit. Like maybe like yeah. ABC and Fox News use that, so people can anonymously send them stuff. And then what was the other and one? This is
1: a project of the Freedom of Press Foundation. That looks. I mean, I've heard of that foundation before. Freedom of Press. Yeah. Well, you just do your research before you do something. You know, that's how. You don't get caught I mean, up. that's
0: so simple, too. Yeah, just like,
1: it's just media <laughs> literacy at that point. And, and then, of course, literacy. people
0: are going to have... There's, like, websites, obviously, that we're seeing now where people just list different dark web websites and say if they're legit or not. So you can just literally look that up. Yeah, we can go to a marketplace. Yeah, let's do it.
1: Wait, was that adults? Was oh, wait. You want to try... Help me with the Dark Forest chat. Oh, wait. You want to look at this? Adult porn? I want. Yeah.
0: <laughs> of course, I want to look at the porn.
1: <laughs> this is weird. PZA boy stories. Uh-uh. No.
0: Nope. No, get it away. It, if it says boy, I that, that they both say boys. Yeah, that's a big no. I don't care even if they're just being like, "Oh, he's a gay boy." Like the, the <laughs> word "boy" is what's freaking me out. Can you yeah. help me with this caption? Yeah, let's I told you about and... this earlier. <laughs> yeah. right. So tell the people what Dark Forest don't I don't, chat I don't is. know what the Dark Forest or, chat is. Okay, give the backstory. But
1: uh, I found a Dark Forest. I was on Dark Web one day and I found somebody's personal blog and they referred to their, they put their username on their blog like, "My name is this on this on the Dark Forest chat. Come find me." <laughs> and then I found a Dark Forest chat on this link website, and now I've been trying to make a username and password to register for the site, but I can't figure out the CAPTCHAs, because they're different from the clear net CAPTCHAs.
0: Let's try. What does that say?
1: Red- redirected.
0: Oh, this is interesting. I hope yeah. we figure it and out. I mean, they're,
1: they're slower on the, on the dark web, because, I mean, look at that shit. Oh. Connect. Here, you can read the instructions. And- okay.
0: CAPTCHA help. To solve the CAPTCHA, you have to find the line which has no dashes and link six numbers together. The main line will always be drawn on top of all other lines. You can start by finding a long line that doesn't have dashes in it. Follow that line until you find the edge. Then go back and follow the line to the other edge. This is confusing. And note the six numbers that the line cross path with. The direction is not important. Both combination will work. For example, in the above CAPTCHA, both 355129 and 921553 would be valid solutions. So if I had to explain what I'm looking at right now, there's five columns and four rows of numbers, and then there's, like, rainbow lines connecting all of these numbers together. And then you're supposed to fucking understand what the hell I just read and be able to figure out the number sequence. So, oh. I think I could do that.
1: Okay. Go to register. Well, it's not touchscreen.
0: Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Mine is. <laughs> I always do that. And my work laptop sucks. Touchscreen, touch too. So I'm very <clears throat> bougie.
1: Any username is fine.
0: Big old boobies. Does that work?
1: I guess. <laughs> <laughs> they don't use email uh. verification. But there are email um, servers that um, let you like anonymously um, email each other. Or, like Encrypted data like WhatsApp or whatever. There are those services on here, too. But most accounts to ask you to register.
0: What's that? What number is that? The bottom one? That
1: one. Above the... Mm-hmm. This one?
0: Yeah. That looks really cool. Maybe a nine? Yeah. I feel like maybe a seven?
1: No, because that's a seven.
0: Yeah, but, like, that four and that four are different.
1: But why would a seven have a, a, a little thing bending downwards?
0: Some people write their sevens like that. I'll put... I'll put nine.
1: We are timed. We have 30 seconds.
0: It said that wasn't good. Let's try again. What is that? Ah. I keep hitting the microphone, sorry guys. You,
1: got, you can put your finger against the screen. This one? Mm-hmm.
0: See, it's I think I know what the line is I'm supposed to be following, but I can't read the numbers yeah, that, underneath. That's
1: something I struggled with too.
0: So I did three, five. Oh, I feel like that goes there first. Nine. Do you think those are both nines? No. No? Well, I'm gonna try it anyway. <gasps> no way. I got it! Oh my god! <laughs> okay. <laughs> I
1: said no, and you said I'm doing it anyways. Fuck you. <laughs> Let me in.
0: Fuck with me. Big old boobies. <laughs> the password? Oh, no, wait, I should not tell people the password on no. the podcast. Okay. Okay, here. Okay. Oh, I'm so excited. Let me write down the password for you, so that if you want to get on it later, you'll have it.
1: No CP be civil. I don't know what CP means. We keep the last 500 messages on public chat rooms and delete other messages every 24 hours. So we can't look at any archived. You can donate to them and you can contact them. I see this thing a lot, PGP public key block. I'm not exactly sure what that is. I'll look it up. But that is something I see a lot on these things.
0: PGP stands for Pretty Good Privacy. It's a data encryption and decryption computer program that provides cryptographic privacy and authentication for data communication. Ooh, I sound like I'm spitting bars. PGP (laughs) is often used for signing, encrypting, and decrypting text, emails, files, directories, and whole disk. Partitions to increase the security of email communications. I love that it's just pretty good privacy. I feel like things on the dark web always have like yeah, fun no, little names like no,
1: that. No one knows we're here because we have like pretty good security blanket on us right now.
0: Okay. This is interesting. Are we going to talk to somebody
1: or what do we do? Know. I don't know. I'm, I what are you looking at? I went at? to their um, home page right now.
0: Does it have like a about us or like any information about what the hell this is?
1: No. I mean, that's where I'm reading everything first.
0: Well, that's probably smart.
1: Begin signed the mess message hash and then that's a code. New challenge in the VIP section. The goal is to bypass the capture and register hundred counts within five minutes. And then it has a link and it ends with Byte Road. I don't know what that is. And then that's the PGP signature. I'm pretty sure if this PGP signature doesn't match with the one that was presented on the first page, then you're on a another link that's mirroring the website, but it's not the one that you actually think so.
0: Oh so yeah, there's a word for that, isn't there? Like a type of
1: so I think this site. PGP signature is like, this is our unique code, but it's really long and stuff. I did copy paste this, so I don't really want to open Word because you're not really allowed to open other apps when you're in the dark net, you know, because that exposes you. So all other apps on your
0: oh, I device that.
1: has to be shut out.
0: Okay. Noted. Because I'm totally downloading the... <laughs> <laughs> I just want to see...
1: That's okay, but you just see, it just depends what you're doing that's what blurs the line. I'm not
0: going to do it alone. Yeah. I'll need I need a friend.
1: New name for the website would be Dark Forest, and here is the link.
0: Are you just going to go to it? Yeah. Why not? You're like, these are all the things you should do to be safe, and I'm going to click this link <laughs> and go to it without <laughs> it's any <literally>, research. <laughs> it's, literally, it's literally the same link. So this is, we're already on the new one. Yeah. Okay, so like, what are all these things at the top, like VIP? I don't know. Let's go to them. So, home, news, chat, forum, links, VIP, club, get. What's in the forum?
1: Captain Blackbeard Radio loves ye. Loves ye. This is posted <laughs> on, this is recent, February 19th,
0: 2022. Oh, is this like, like a, a podcast? Day.
1: What is it? I have no clue. They have four messages. January 26th, Spam Attack Diary.
0: Oh. So, they, someone probably got
1: spammed in the Direing about it, social engineering. What social engineering's interesting because that's yeah. like the basis of hacking.
0: You like, like convince people to trust you.
1: Yeah, and you, you just use their basic information, like you know, you know a friend, like hey, I know this person's pet is this, so their um their password is, must, probably, is probably, their pet- probably that. Yeah, <gasps> like social social engineering is everywhere. December twenty one DDoS attack post mortem. Like do you want to click of... on one of these links?
0: Yeah, which one do you think we should do?
1: The most recent one? tutorial:
0: how to terminate malicious for circuits in a go long application <laughs> that was hard to say I don't
1: know what that is
0: let's see what Captain Blackbeard radio loved you yeah it
1: seems like a friendly guy okay he is an anime character from that gambling anime what's her <gasps> name?
0: Guru-y. yeah she has her
1: holding a magnum That's...
0: I love that fucking anime okay her Captain Blackbeard I see you
1: username is Hang G Nail Hang Nail? yeah Hang Nail yeah I don't know why
0: I said <laughs> Oh my god, this is so fun.
1: The Dark Sea's mean green machine returns for number thirteen. Captain Blackberry new episode. Okay, so it sounds like I don't want to download any files. Yeah. Looks don't. like I get to download stuff.
0: Oh my god, do you know how bad I want to chat with somebody? Well, they're
1: sending PGP messages to each other, so it's encrypted. Nobody can read what they're saying except for them too.
0: Oh, that's kinda cool.
1: Yeah. I guess pretty good privacy does a lot of things. I mean it makes sense. Yeah. It's pretty private.
0: I wonder what the fuck they're talking about.
1: They went back and forth for a little bit.
0: You can reply, <laughs> <laughs> which I'm talking about. <laughs> hey guys, <laughs> uh, let's look at something else. What's links? Links. Links to what?
1: ABC Secure Drop O3 Mail. It's probably like an email thing, like Gmail, but you know, it's just they're just more encrypted and tailored for Tor browser. hook. So, know. what
0: was that blog that you were reading about that referenced this? Were they like look, I what... can
1: find? I know because look, what Cause was, I was the on topic? Th- I don't. She didn't mentioned Muncher on her blog. I can show you the blog. Right okay, now. yeah. What's it called? Where is I it? I love that Personal scams. Personal sites and blogs. Amazing. Madison's directory, but she spells Madison like very odd.
0: She spelled it M-A-D-D-I-S-Y-N. Welcome to my page. Welcome to my sick and twisted mind.
1: Look, she like describe... Hi, my name is Madison. I am 22 years old. My pronouns are she, they. I believe in cybersecurity. I use a dark web often. If you would like to get to know me, you can message me. I would be happy to help. Chat. I don't go there much, as I have imposters there. I'm an applicant on the Black Hat chat and Dark Forest chat. Yeah. You can ask for my PGP through email. And that's interesting.
0: So she's just like, here's ask, my blog. Contact me.
1: And here's her PGP key, so you can have the authentic her, you know?
0: I love her. She says, buy me a coffee, smiley face, heart, Bitcoin link.
1: <laughs> she has a Lilo. What's that? that's, name. Lilo um, right? that's Stitch. That's Stitch.
0: It's really cute. Scroll back up for a second. Um, I wanted to look at what the black hat chat is do you know what that is
1: no but i wouldn't i don't have a link there and i don't know how to find a link to get there
0: i just want to know you think that's it hack chat live at black hat that was hard to say click
1: on it. i mean you're on the clear net
0: black hat what is this it just looks like it's like for security nerds
1: they just have their own private chat place where they go discuss topics. yeah but they're probably mobbing like mr robot because that's how it is. it is just like security nerds but then, like, at night when they're, like, doing, like, their hacking shit, they're, like, taking down this huge corporation and, like, running this cool hacking, op- you know? Just, it's so just mobbing, a you know? Yeah. Yeah, but this is the blog I was talking about. So let's find her.
0: But do you remember how to spell it? Mm, no. <laughs> I do. Okay. Here you go. <laughs> <laughs> I have to type. I was going to spell it for you. Oh, God. I can't type. No links to display. Blog? I don't know. Cadaver What's, site. Why does
1: chat have eight? Is there, like, eight live chats going on right now?
0: I think it's chats that... Daniel's chat, Black Hat chat.
1: Hey, that's the Black Hat thing we just saw.
0: What is going on? Should I click it? Yeah.
1: Oh, yeah. You probably notice I don't leave, like, full screen. You're not supposed to because, like, you know, they could launch, like, a, a mini pop-up button behind it. Oh, so it. I
0: should have dragged it up here?
1: Yeah. That's what I usually do.
0: This but... is interesting. Rules. No CP, spam, gore, or other illegal activity. So These guys are, they
1: look like nice guys. They, they don't want trouble.
0: Currently, 25 chatters in the room. Okay. So interesting. So it's like that's only a couple of people. That's not a lot. Well
1: she said she was an applicant, so I guess you gotta like apply and get vetted and then like you know, you can actually participate.
0: So interesting. I wonder what the fuck they're talking about.
1: JavaScript disabled. That's the thing you gotta do. Yeah? You, know? mm-hmm. you see that a lot. Job. Yeah,
0: yeah, I know. I know all about disabling JavaScript.
1: Yeah? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so like am I allowed to go in? Okay. Try
0: it. Do big old boobies. We gotta stay consistent. Did you spell O O L or O-L-E. Okay. <laughs> Big old boobies. Because I'm a full child. What's the password on it? Oh, I got it. <laughs> Did you see what it was? No. <laughs> error. I hope they're nice people. It says error, wrong captcha.
1: I'm like the worst <laughs> with captchas. I'm sorry.
0: You're so sweet. You're like, I hope they're nice people. And then we're just not in. Am I supposed to try it? Yeah. Okay, okay. <laughs> so wholesome. I hope they're nice people too. It says copy. Wow. Oh. You just
1: export... Wow, that is so cool. Let's be... Cyan.
0: You want to be Cyan? Yeah. Okay. That's I like a...
1: Cyan because that's the color I was often picked as when I played Among Us. Oh, really? Yeah.
0: I never played it once. Among it says, says error, pic- wrong captcha. Okay, I'm going to try one more time. This is probably just like a a booby trap. Oh, no. <laughs> like, they're probably like, what dumbass thinks that this captcha is going to work and they can just get into this chat
1: room? <laughs> Well, I don't think bots are like capable of clicking and dragging.
0: How do I copy and paste this?
1: I don't think you're allowed to copy and paste. It. I think you're supposed to type it out into it. And but like, it says copy. Yeah, but you can also copy by copying it, typing it.
0: Let's try. This is a long link. Now I've got to erase it all.
1: Oh, then that was the PGP key to somebody else. Madison's.
0: Oh. Cuz she posted
1: hers on her um her, her blog and I copied it.
0: F J K F I. So, okay, so yeah, you just Whoa. suck at captures. Yeah, I'm not good at that. Whoa, you typed in the letters right. <laughs> It's literally the easiest CAPTCHA ever. Okay, what the hell? What are we looking at?
1: We're in the chat room.
0: Try rules or
1: Inside, about... Inside Abalone, and they placed a pedo website with the, a .com domain. So on the surface, I tried by myself to see if it had vulnerabilities. After a while, I can no longer continue, and I did a DDoS attack by putting it offline for 24 hours. But then after a while, came knocking on the diggos. But in the end, the site is now back on. So he's he's actively trying to take down. They're taking
0: down. Oh, my God. We just joined a chat group of people taking down child porn. (laughs) That's
1: so random. It was great. I love it. I love
0: that. Like, we're witnessing this.
1: Yo, is there a place to catch bad people kind of want to join if there is one?
0: (laughs) I think you're there.
1: (laughs) That sucks. At least we know. We know that you're not a pedo. Okay.
0: It sounds like something a pedo would say. Just I've
1: been having fun catching petals on a Discord once, got their exact location from XF image metadata. So he just s- says how he was able to get some of these...
0: XF, image, XF metadata. image metadata. So he
1: probably like downloaded like a JPEG and like found out what their source was from. Now I have a full folder of dick pics of those idiots.
0: Ew! The person copied my name. Used well, they're actively line. chatting on it. <gasps> what does that say? Last time I checked abalonean i got asked for cp sites which i'm assuming is child porn awful place this place is so much better i think i'll stay a bit i'ma look for pedos on discord <laughs> wow these are like angels
1: oh yeah probably the leads after like 500 messages like on the other website. i'm deep
0: is this a so are we in a chat room like
1: yeah like i could say hi
0: should we say hi say i see you're all doing god's work
1: <laughs> you people they're probably atheists people are good people.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Say nice things to people and keep their lights on.
1: A few cheat sheets if anyone wants, I'm going through a disorganized folder and found them. Oh no, there's a link to a website.
0: So it's like a website that explains how to I love how you They go-
1: asked me what are you looking for? I just ran I just stumbled upon here. Nothing in particular.
0: Yeah. Just observing. I hope we're not being
1: too honest and like, oh where did it bitch them out? Did I suppose stumbled right.
0: Yeah. I just stumbled on here
1: onto here. Then
0: say you guys are seem like good people so that they don't get you upset. You
1: seem like good people.
0: They're probably like, hey, do you need help taking down a child porn site? It makes me nervous that they like specifically called us out, though. I
1: like broke my cardinal rule in the initiated chat.
0: Oh <laughs> don't, you just
1: scare me. They seem like good people. <laughs> they genuinely do. They're talking
0: about... Do it for the podcast. Do it for the podcast.
1: <laughs> Did I say bye? And just leave? Do you think so? I don't know. I want to see what happens.
0: What does that say? I know a pedo you can mess with. It's an old friend of mine. He raped his bro's little girl while I was on the phone with him. He said he did not care as I cannot turn him in because I did not see what he was doing to her real sick fuck. So maybe people go here and they're like, hey, I know fucking pedophiles and these people go and get them. Oh, yeah. It seems like that's what's happening.
1: This one just says tell the police. That's true. I mean, you have evidence if you saw all of that did he say he had a video
0: no they said that they don't have video but they were on the phone wow yeah because like what are you supposed to do i guess they just want to like torment this person
1: yeah it's like what
0: is, is this an old chat like that too or is this just so we happen to stumble upon these people doing I mean, all of these chats are from today but does it talk about the same stuff
1: um i don't know this is a chat dedicated to hacking cybersecurity, and education Follow the rules. Respect all chatters.
0: I think someone added a chat. As the like
1: rule states, discussion or exploits is a fair game, but illegal activity has no place in the chat. This is a chat dedicated to hacking, cybersecurity, and education.
0: What is, when it, when they say like exploits are okay, what does that mean?
1: I have no idea. That can mean a lot of things, though. It's, they responded to me, it says, depends on who you call a good people.
0: You want to go look at the marketplace now? <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh, do I just like exit or is it exit chat? Okay, you gotta do it the right way.
0: Yeah, you, it's like a Ouija board. You have to close it out. You can't just like...
1: Back to the login.
0: Bye, big old boobies. Visit again soon. Yeah, let's look at the marketplace.
1: It's a safe zone there. I believe it is. I feel safe going to marketplaces. Even though they do sell illegal stuff most of the time.
0: Yeah, but that's okay. You just... You broke your cardinal rule. You you're Of course you're a little anxious. <laughs> that was kind of cool, though.
1: It was... I never talked to anybody in that way. Yeah. They gave off a vibe. There was a vibe coming off of them. I was yeah. like, Are you mad?
0: Yeah, I feel like.
1: <laughs> How did you make it here?
0: <laughs> yeah, I feel like this probably wasn't something we were supposed to just stumble upon. But you obviously like found that girl's blog, and then like we had like a long trail of getting there.
1: You seem anti-pedo.
0: Yeah, for sure. Which like hell yeah. So am I. Should I just shout out
1: your fucking podcast and gong you a few.
0: <laughs> no, because then they're gonna like find me on the internet and like harass me. Okay, Which I don't need it. any more of, thank you very much. Eight,
1: six, four, five, one.
0: What if it didn't work? <laughs> <laughs>
1: I think I gotta register for this one.
0: Never try this. Why does it say that? <laughs> I
1: said don't try this. Binary soft software, Forex software, Bitcoin multiple software, Forex signal.
0: Okay, that means nothing to me.
1: You know what Forex is? Um the foreign exchange market?
0: I mean yeah, but like why does it say never try this and then just I
1: guess off. those are like fake products.
0: Oh, like they're using the name
1: to Yeah, that's like the real. fake, yeah.
0: God, Big people are so sneaky.
1: Boobies. <laughs> you know why they were probably standoffish to us? Because of the name? Because they like, think like a pedal looking for like an underage child. But someone was...
0: on there was named Faggot. True. Maybe they were suspicious of Faggot as well. Also, I'm sorry if that word is triggering to my listeners. I'm just saying it because that name was on there as someone's username and I'm not just throwing that word around lightly. I just want to make that clear. I love how like, there's a whole segregation of duties here, like you don't know the password. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like you would have been able to pick up on it now.
1: Maybe I spelled big ol' boobies wrong, and I just didn't notice. Th- maybe
0: you just put big O-L?
1: Maybe, because that's how I feel like it should be spelled. Yeah. It's an apostrophe, you know?
0: Yeah, because there couldn't be an apostrophe, I thought the E would like
1: do the trick. There you go. No, I don't know the password.
0: Can't you see what I'm typing? Okay, so that worked.
1: Never use WhatsApp, Telegram, and Whisker Jabber. Only contact your fake sellers outside the market. When you deal outside the market, you may lose your coins, and market can't help you in this matter, so please place your order via Alien Market only.
0: Okay. So we're on the Alien Market site, and just immediately already, it looks like there's a ton of counterfeit money. What is that? I don't know. Some sort of, it's like a bunch of bags of blue pills. Alien Market. Just a bunch of drugs
1: so far. coming from, shipped from Albania. Oh, Oh, we're in the drug category. Well, they got US money.
0: It looks pretty real. What is that? Percocet. Mm-hmm. So they don't say what it is. They just put pictures of it, and you have to just know.
1: I guess so. I mean, I, I mean, I've been to other markets, and they they have a different like you know interface, so yeah. like, you know organize different. Brad Steve. Oh, his name.
0: You think so? What if that's like a I mean, like
1: everybody else has their name Alien Market, and then it has his name right here.
0: Oh, Brad Steve. What a weird name. Two first names. That's
1: probably like live verification. Like this is my live user actually taking this photo.
0: Right. It's like when you make an account. And you have to like hold up your username so people know that it's you. Oh my god, it's just categorized by the drugs. Yeah. see so, like the first one is heroin. Wait, I wanna see can I like read off some of this stuff? Yeah. I wanna see all the different I'm sure there's drugs. Oh, I they have even physical know.
1: documents. Driving licenses, yeah. Physical
0: heroin, cocaine, alcohol. Why would you buy alcohol?
1: Maybe a dry country.
0: Oh yeah. Ayahuasca, DMT, GHB, which is the date rape drug, hallucinogens, inhalants, ketamine, cat, kratom, LSD, marijuana. MDMA, methamphetamine, DXM, loperamide? I don't know what that is. Tablet, opioids, stimulant, salvia, tobacco, synthetic, Rohypnol. Or is GHB and Rohypnol? They're both date rape drugs, right?
1: I I didn't. I don't know.
0: Steroids, other drugs. I wonder what's in that.
1: Maybe like those like brand drugs that like, you know they made them. To fresh. Nobody else does yeah. this drug.
0: You can get a magazine. These are weapons magazine, chemical, pistol, gun, bullet, knife, other weapons, money, fake note, physical, CVV and dumps, account logins, bank logins, PDF books, scam guides, ATM cards, erotic money? Why is that under money? I don't know. Erotic? Physical documents, driving license, certificates, social security numbers, hacking, you can get... All the hacking stuff. I Suddenly, I don't want to use Western Union because I've seen multiple things so far on the dark web about Western Union I only Union use
1: Western Union when I get a money order.
0: Your account will be suspended if you share contact details, if you human traffic, ask for free tests, no direct deals, scam customers, insult others, or if you sell child porn.
1: They're really against child porn on the dark net. Good. I've been running, that's been like a reoccurring thing.
0: Yeah, I'm glad. Except I'm... for
1: that one link we saw earlier when it said boys. Yeah, that was a little weird.
0: Yeah, I, I, I mean, it might not have been boys, but like, I don't like the fact that it said boys. What was it that I wanted to click on? Oh, other drugs.
1: What did you call these earlier? You had like a name for them.
0: Um, designer drugs. Yeah, designer drugs. Yeah, just designer like drugs are like so they might like outlaw, for example, MDMA or Molly or whatever, and then a person who makes designer drugs would come and they'd make everything. In it, except change one of the like smaller ingredients to something else. So it's as close as like chemically possible to the original drug, but it hasn't been outlawed yet. And that's what we do with like chemicals and plastics and stuff. Like, we're like, oh, all these water bottles are BPA free, but they have another chemical in it that just hasn't been outlawed yet. So it's like, we're that's what's constantly happening. And so it's really dangerous to buy these synthetic designer drugs because you don't really know what's in them. Like, you might know what like Molly is, but you might not know what Molly 2.0 is, you know? it's kind of like i think of like delta eight it's like they have to extract something out of it and then spray it on it to like make it what delta eight is and delta nine and how there's like all these different forms of delta whatever that are technically weed it's the same concept where like people are just doing whatever they can to work around the law to be able to sell stuff it's still unregulated so i think that still makes it like illegal but people just like i think i literally did research chemicals in middle school did you
1: no (laughs)
0: They have all these weird things called like 25I, and 25C, and like all these different forms of like things that are similar to LSD, but not quite. And so you have like a similar experience, but because it's like just synthetic, it's I mean, Look, LSD is
1: synthetic. DDoS but... services. Let's we'll see what a DDoS service is. Oh, I thought
0: that said housing. It says hosting.
1: So they're probably selling a script to like DDoS people.
0: Yeah. I wish that they would have prices on there.
1: They do. 1,500 USD. Oh, I see now. So you just get on the like equivalent, like in Bitcoin or whatever cryptocurrency. I have zero Bitcoin to my account. <laughs> broke as fuck
0: i wonder what's on the news page
1: can i earn money from this market alien market
0: yes you can but i don't like to talk about other markets but if you are legit you can sell anything you have in your hand in this market i'm assuming but why would I... he say but i don't like to talk about other markets like that never
1: tried these all scam i believe it he has the history of the dark net
0: click yeah. it yeah oh wow
1: dates from october 29 1969 and at october 2013
0: That sounds about right. I think the computer thing that I had mentioned was 1968,
1: so. There's a cool link I saw here. It just shows, like, all the things that went down before. Guess I don't know where it's at anymore.
0: There's a whole thing about- Whoa! It says, removed child porn, 4,399. Pending approval, 11,283. probably, like, vets the websites. Wow, people are fucking gross. Yeah. Is there anything else that you feel like we should look at? Maybe, if depending on the research that I have for some of the other episodes, maybe we can do something else that's more, like, targeted.
1: I think the servers are just being slow right now.
0: For some reason, I keep thinking there's going to be, like, a jump scare.
1: That'd be cool.
0: <laughs> <laughs> like, when it loads, it's just, like, the grudge girl.
1: Did you ever watch that scary car video where it just drives off into on the road and it looks like a really nice scenery, and then out of nowhere, it's like...
0: Oh, no. It's in another language. <laughs> I wonder who made this.
1: Some guy named Daniel. Dan Wynn. That's what he goes by.
0: How come it's so hard to find stuff?
1: Because there's no index, you know? Yeah. there's an index, that's, that's like the stepping stones to tracking data, you know? Indexing.
0: I wonder how big someone's man-made index is. The largest one that someone's just compiled on their own. I
1: don't know. There's probably fucking crazy shit on there, though. But a lot of links die. A lot of links are also really short-lived.
0: Oh my gosh. I just started, when you said that, like, it made me think of all the possible things that are,
1: like... Yeah, it's the same upside. Think
0: of all, like, the evil people that go on the dark web. It's really crazy.
1: Yeah, I mean... I'm gonna be fucking around on here. I don't know why. Why you gotta be like that? (laughs) No, there's nothing else.
0: Okay. I think that was good. I think we got some good content to share. I think so.
1: And we talk to someone, we say hello.
0: I can't believe we talked to someone on the dark web. I've never done that. Um... All right. Well, just be on the lookout for the rest of the dark web content that I'm going to be putting out there cuz this was honestly super interesting and I feel like we I feel like I barely scratched the surface on some of the research that I have, but I have a lot of stuff that I want to get into. So, um depending on what I pull together episode-wise, I might have Pablo back on and maybe we can try to look at some more specific stuff, but I think that was really cool. I think I'm really happy to know that like there are so many hacktivists out there that are like just taking down child porn i don't need to explain why we need to get rid of that shit um but i'm glad to see that people are doing that work what is that uncensored bible for the dark net jesus answered i am the way and the truth and the life no one comes to the father except through me what? It sounds
1: like it. My first impression, like it cult vibes.
0: Hello, visitor. There may be several reasons why you're here. Maybe you are not familiar with the Bible and you were just browsing through the internet and just accidentally bumped into this page, or maybe you opened this page searching for truth. Maybe you are already familiar with the Bible and it's illegal in your country to read or own a Bible, and for that reason, this project is also available in various networks like Tor, I2P, FreeNet, ZeroNet, IPFS, or LokiNet to provide uncensored access. For whatever reason, you open this page. You're welcome here, and I invite you to feel free to start reading. I feel like that's, like, wholesome.
1: Freedom of religion. Yeah. Type of thing.
0: That's really wholesome. What if I, I've never some read the Bible shit? in my life. I haven't life. read the Bible either. I know that there's someone out there who's just ready to fucking <laughs> yeah. wring my neck because I said that. It just like an index for the Bible. Wow. I actually really love that. I mean, I'm not, like... I'm religious in the sense, I don't follow organized religion, but I'm religious and I'm spiritual and all that good stuff, and I really love that someone felt so moved that they did this and, like, made this accessible for people that can't freedom. have this.
1: The freedom of the internet.
0: Good for them. I was expecting to see scary stuff, but we're f- I feel like we're seeing wholesome content.
1: Yeah, I mean, maybe this guy, because he vets his links, so, you know, maybe the things he's providing, he's like, let's not show people this stuff, and, you know, yeah. maybe he's ran into it personally.
0: Mm-hmm. What's the scariest thing that you've seen on the dark web?
1: I don't. I think the most fucked up thing I saw was somebody who openly admitted like how he was able to afford his cheap jewelry. Basically, it was like, "I provide housing and food for my employees, and I don't need to compensate them." But he's trying to he worded like to sound professional, but it feels like if you read it like if they're you're slaves. like critical
0: thinking. That, skills. That's a slave. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my god.
1: Yeah, but I don't want to say anything like scary, like someone's head getting decapitated or something like that. Yeah.
0: Darn it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I think that this was successful and fun, and I would like to do it again. If you guys have any, like, fun stories about experiences that you have had on the dark web, I'd love to hear about them. Maybe write them in. You can email me at professional skepticismpodcast at gmail.com. Send me your dark web stories or your deep web stories or maybe, like, someone else's story that you know. You can be anonymous, but I'd love to share it on the podcast and just talk about it. So I can totally do that anonymously. You don't have to tell me your name or anything. But any, like, interesting stories that you have, definitely send them my way. I'd love to hear from you guys. Um, other than that, you know where to follow us. So Twitter and Instagram at ProfSkeppodcast. That's P-R-O-F-S-K-E-P-podcast. Thank you all so much for listening. Thank you for being here, Pablo. Do yeah. you have any last words?
1: I look forward to coming on a show again next time. It was fun.
0: Hell yeah. Thank you so much for being here. This was great. Stay sus skeptics. I love you. Till next week.